Welcome to the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. It is here that we cultivate and gather all who have been through it in fitness, relationships, careers, lifestyle changes, and unforgettable crucial life pivots trying to achieve their most sovereign selves. We're here to provide you with thought-provoking, detailed stories and information from truly fascinating men and women from all walks of life, professions, generations, and modern-day sagas who speak to their rawest, darkest moments that made them the strong, decisive, humble, helpful, healing people that they are today. We ask them to hold nothing back because life is a multi-dimensional pursuit to be stronger, healthier, and more aligned mentally, emotionally, and physically. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Fit Femme Project Alignment Podcast. To kick things off, I am sitting here with our very own Casey Samsel, founder of the Fit Femme Project, the Wellness Era Women's Body and Mind Transformation Tribe, retired IFBB pro and Olympian, and creator of the FFP Alignment System. She has been coaching since 2014 and started building her mission into a team of women warriors in 2018, now known as the Fit Femme Project, and not to mention my dear friend. Hi. Hi, buddy. <laughs> Hi. Okay, so <laughs> let's chat about what this FitFem project thing is. What led you to start it? So I started my coaching journey, like I said, or like you said, back in 2014. And that just started where someone had asked me to coach them. And I was like, well, I'm not going to charge you for it. I don't have a lot of faith in myself, but I've been coaching myself for a hot minute. So uh, she was a good friend of mine, and she got into her first um, contest prep. And her first show ended up getting second place. And so, it, honestly, things just started take out, taking out from there. And I continued to coach myself and started taking on more athletes. And they were doing really well. So I started to invest in my, you know, more education, knowledge. And eventually, we got to the point where I had so many clients that I, you know, I had some inquiries about lifestyle training for women in specific. And uh, we started building Team Casey, um, up into a lifestyle realm as well, and it just fully expanded to the point where now we have a complete tribe of people coaching these women, teaching them how to have more inside of their their lives, their careers, relationships, and fitness while achieving all their goals. I remember you saying at one point that you created it for yourself. What did you mean by that? So... I would say it was just kind of curated by like all of my life's experiences and fitness experiences and going through the highs and lows of dieting and self-esteem issues and just rebuilding myself from the ground up, honestly, just trying to map out a new foundation and and create a a life that I was able to sustain all of the things that I love to do while also having a healthy and fit body. So, and as we all know, that evolves over time. We age and yeah. So, um, you know, no one's the same. No one stresses the same, sleeps the same, operates the same, thinks the same. So um, everybody's got different genetics. It's really, really important to know that throughout your life, all of that still evolves, too. So uh, the FitFem Project is really aware of that, and that's why we have so much success. Right, yeah. So what have been, since you started, I I would, let's go back to, like, 2014, um, when you basically started being an entrepreneur, (laughs) which... It has been almost a decade now. Can you believe that? No. <laughs> it's 
crazy. Well, we got to celebrate. Yeah, oh my gosh, for real. No, yeah, it's. I realized it the other day. It's kind of crazy. So since then, what have been like some of the biggest challenges that you've encountered just being entrepreneur, business owner? Man. And are you still facing those challenges? Spill the beans. Yeah, I mean, I go through phases. I think probably the biggest thing that I've learned throughout this entire process is if you really want your authentic mission and vision to get out there, you have to be able to show up in the exact way that you want to and feel so authentically true to yourself, whatever that means. So in doing that, especially in, you know, an industry where like looks and the way you carry yourself are so heavily weighted, like it's really hard to just kind of like drop the mask and just show up authentically but it is the most important aspect of running a company because you don't want clients that that don't work with you they don't fit with you or you know that you're not going to connect with yeah so when you're showing up with a mask on you're not your your whole authentic self and you're going to get clients that you're not going to click with and in order to enjoy your job career life and all that stuff and build the connections and build your true tribe uh, you need to show up as authentically as possible. So in that, you have to overcome a lot of, like, imposter syndrome. What um, does that look like for you? That, for me, has looked like not posting something in the past because I thought people were going to just completely freaking shit on it. <laughs> you like, know what I mean? Just say Like a comments. bikini pic or something like that? Yeah, yeah. So, like... I was, like, super ripped, conditioned, all this other stuff, like, in my bikini competition era. And then when, like, when you're going into, like, an off-season, and I'm sure a lot of bikini competitors can relate, like, when you're going into an off-season, you're not as shredded. Like, you lose followers, you lose likes, and you lose, like, all of these really? things. Really? That's so mean. <laughs> Very fast, yeah. It's it's really crazy. And, I mean, I've been, I would have never thought that. Yeah. Um, so that can get to you it doesn't get to me anymore um you know because i'm comfortable in my own skin i'm very confident and i say whatever i want to say and whoever wants to still stick around afterwards as long as it's not malicious mean or towards anybody directly like great that's awesome um but you know i'm not that i'm not that type of person that would do that that kind of stuff so um but yeah i I definitely speak my mind i'm very direct enneagram eight (laughs) holla just the biggest in the building it's fine god damn it it's rough sometimes but we're here, uh, for sure. But yeah, so the imposter syndrome can come through as like, what are they going to say? Like, or what are they going to think? Or am I going to, you know, am I going to lose followers because of this or whatever it is? But at the end of the day, like, whoever's not for you will definitely absolutely leave. So you can kind of confide in that. And um, also imposter syndrome shows up when, like, comp- completing projects or... Um, when you're, like, putting like stuff off. And- when you're completing a project and it's showing it to the world and what people will think about that. Yeah. Like yeah. if it's going to fly or not, like how did that feel when you were creating the fit Fun project? Was it pretty strong? <laughs> so, well, yeah, like I would say the first like, couple months were like, even like to change the name. Cause we were team Casey for right. so long. And at the, you know, at some point I was like, we really need to distinguish like our lifestyle uh, realm, you know, pretty hard and coming up with a name. I think, I think our, my first decision, um, couple years ago when we when the fit fem project came to life was uh we were going to be miss muscle <gasps> really i didn't know this was yeah. that where you're gonna go with it yeah that's what i was gonna do and then was uh, that 
Oh, sorry, was I hate to interrupt, but no. were there other ones you were toying with, or was it just that one and then? Man, I've got, I think I have a notebook, like, full of them, but yeah, there was a couple other things in there. Um, I mean, that's kind of cute little Miss Muscle. Yeah, and it was going to be more than just a pretty face, was going to be our slogan. But which, big muscles. Sure, somebody can take that if you want. I really love Fit Femme Project, <laughs> but you're welcome. So, what got you to change that? I realized that your body and your mind are always going to be a whip or a work in progress. Oh, that's so, funny. Yeah. I'm learning so much today. Whip. Yeah. <laughs> whip. Um, so I figured, like, we're always going to be a project. We're always going to be building. We're always going to be coming back. And, you know, it's just like architecture. You're literally building all of these these things inside of your body, your health, your mind, literally down to like a genetic level some most times when you're rewiring the brain and teaching it how to do new things getting rid of what doesn't serve you and obtaining what does just clearing the field like you're constantly a project and it's supposed to be fun you're supposed to enjoy it like you get one life but the point is like let's live happily let's live healthily and you know let's be our most like you know divine feminine selves that we possibly can be so um project was definitely big for me Um, the word fit, of course, um, we want fitness and everything, career relationships, um, life fitness, of course. So usually when you are applying the pressure to one of the hardest things on the planet, and that is to be fit, you know what I mean? That's to diet and to train and to, you know, create a different body, um, create a different mind, grow yourself. That's one of the hardest things to do on the planet for, for most people, uh, and that usually teaches you how to, that will trickle down and that will domino effect into the rest of your life. Right. So it'll teach you, you know, discipline. It'll teach you your standards. It'll teach you how to bring fitness into all that you do, you know, with, with a little bit of like structure um, and fun, man, because that's just how we do it at the Fit Fem Project. Yeah. So. Living your life should be somewhat fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, you should not, you know, there's time. Be there's constantly things. so aware and like worried. I got to lose weight. I got to diet. I can't eat this. I can't eat that. Like, that's yeah. not fun. Yeah. There's, and I mean, I've been there. I've, I've been mm. there in that phase of my life too, where all I thought about was the exterior of my body and it was driving me absolutely insane. And when I stopped really working, you know, working or worrying about that and started working with my mindset around that, that's when a lot of things changed for me. I want to talk about that because someone could, who doesn't know you, could easily look at your Instagram and be like, what the hell does she have to be insecure about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you humanize everybody, everyone has insecurities no matter what. Um, so go. I want to talk about the time in your life when that was probably at its height. Like, what were you going through? Where was your mind at? And kind of that evolution of to where you're at now so that probably started back when I was little I would say mostly with just those you know I feel like all girls go through that that self-esteem issue Mm -hmm. phase of their life where they're you know they're looking around they're looking in the magazines they're seeing people on tv they're even like checking out the Victoria's Secret fashion show you know they have to like there's there's points in your life where you have to understand, uh, you know, that you can't control these things. Like, these things are always going to be like that. Photoshop is a real thing. Um, you know, really immense, extreme diets are a real thing out in the world still. Like, and I mean, I feel like they were worse back in the day. I feel like people, the world's kind of starting to wake up now. But yeah, um, 
you know, I, I got sensitive, like, when my boyfriends would, like, watch the Victoria's Secret fashion show. I would literally starve myself for, like, a week just so I could feel better about myself. Yeah. Did you end up feeling better about yourself? Absolutely not. I felt like garbage. I was <laughs> yeah. tired. I was miserable. And he still watched the Victoria's Secret fashion show. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it just, you, it gets to that point where you're like, how far do I have to run myself into the ground for other people in order to feel oh. good about myself? That'll never happen. That makes my heart hurt. That's a circle. It's a very yeah. toxic, cyclical thing. And uh, it, it doesn't end. You could just, you chase your tail, you know, 24-7. And eventually you do get tired. And you get tired of feeling like shit. You get tired of trying to show up for other people. Um, and you just want to start showing up for yourself. So the self-esteem issues, uh, I definitely was able to work through in a healthy way, and that was just, honestly, uh, exposure and letting go. And what I mean by, like, exposure is almost like um, immersing myself into a place where I had to push myself into comfortability. Um, and then you... Into uncomfortability. Yeah, through, oh, okay. through uncomfortable into the, you know, oh, where, where I felt comfortable. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it was icky. I mean, so... Uh, I didn't join, um, I didn't start competing due to this, but I started working out and started, you know, I definitely still was kind of pushing myself into the ground a little bit because I didn't know what I was doing until I really started getting into it. But um, working out definitely made me feel better, you know, not just not eating and things like that. I was eating, I was educating myself on nutrition, I was starting to speak to myself a little bit differently. And I was staying busy. I was staying regimented in, you know, my job, making some money. So I was staying, you know, I had a good structure. I started, I started just building structure and new habits in my life mm-hmm. that were going to get me just a little <clears throat> bit closer to feeling better about myself every day. And if if me having a healthier body and being able to leg press 600 pounds, like, was, like, my goal and that was what's going to make me feel good inside and accomplished, you know, I was had a job and I could do the 600-pound uh, <laughs> leg press. I was like, all right, this is really cool. Like, this is something I could say I did. But, you know, at some point your body does start to change. So it's cool. Like you get to see your body evolve. And uh, somebody came up to me and asked me if I competed. And I said no. And then I, ended, I started to do that. And that's where I really started to get into it. I was like, all right, now we get to really actually have a real reason behind pushing our, you know, our new ideals into the light. So right. eating healthier, eating more regimented and just starting to understand the way my body works, being more aware of how I'm feeling. Um, yeah, so, I mean, bodybuilding definitely changed my life in a lot of ways, but I definitely did it much differently than I feel like a lot of people ended up, end up starting out doing it. Right. I just lost my train of thought. (laughs) Yeah, no, no. I was about to ask something. I totally, like. I did, I did that whole thing, and I I would say, for me, it was all about the experimentation of it, and I think that's why I ended up being such a good coach when I first started without even knowing it, because I did so much experimentation on myself, like, is this going to work? Oh, no, that's going to fail miserably. That, that sucks. That's kind of painful. Or, like, you know, try something else, just a little, little bit different, like the same thing, yeah. but a little different. And, okay, all right, success, awesome, that's great, this works for me, cool. Let's try something else, almost similar, but not the same. So I did a lot of... Uh, I did a lot of experimentation in order to learn all the things that I know today. And I, I still do it all the time. So, I mean, that's there's a lot of evolution there. And as long as you're growing, like if you're a coach, and you should always be growing. You can grow alongside of your clients and you can grow, you know, um, yourself. So it's just there's a twofold there. So give me an example of um, a client past or present, obviously anonymous, <laughs> of some because you talked earlier about you don't always click with your clients which is a normal part of the thing like it's not always going to be perfect but give me an example of somebody that you may not have clicked with and coached them 
and it you know taught you things about your own coaching style helps you grow um let's hear an example about that i'm curious yeah i have not had a client in a very long time that i haven't clicked with because i'm i am very selective on who true comes yeah. into my roster i like i my goal is to enjoy what i do every single day and of course yes we're all going to have you know bad moments but that's a reason to come closer together rather than separate farther apart. Right. So, but yes, in the past where things were a little bit different and I didn't, you know, I didn't even really know who I was at that point. You know what I mean? So I was still figuring stuff out. So, but I know that you, you run into like these conversations where you're like, am I a good coach? Can I be a better coach? Uh, That, that was probably the biggest thing. I was like, how do I be like the best leader I possibly can be for my clients? How can I help them see themselves more clearly how do I speak to them in a healthier manner how do you know and it all came down to being able to connect and have empathy and compassion for what they're going through regardless of it if it was just a bad day or if it was a bad month whatever it is like I think that the biggest development for me as a coach over the last couple years is going through it myself like just really going through a bunch of really gnarly shit in my life and then still seeing the other side and working through it you know because I had um and that's where you know I obtained that empathy and compassion that I feel like I have now and I'm able to really see my clients I have now but I have not always had that and it was more of just like um get over it (laughs) yeah like this is what you have to do like this is how it feels and um and you know but also too like we have um, I'm back in the, I would say back in the day, maybe, you know, six or seven years ago, um, probably about three or four years. Yeah. Into my uh, coaching career was when I really started to see, okay, like there's a major pivot happening. Like, cause I was always taught, like, just put your head down and work, put your head right. down and work, trust the process. This is what it is. Like, it's going to hurt. It's going to suck. You're going to be hungry. You're going to feel like shit. Like Repress those emotions. Yeah, repress, repress, repress. Yeah, so don't even think about, you know, what you actually need. I like, mean, it's effective for a while. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, it'll get you. It will absolutely get you the body that you want. But I'm telling you right now, when you're done getting the body that you want and you're trying to maintain it and you haven't caught your emotions up to it, you're going to snap back like a freaking rubber band Yeah. with a bunch of repercussions and consequences health-wise. Yeah. And then good luck. You're, and then you haven't trained your, your body. You haven't trained your mind and your emotions to come with the strength and the will of your body. So when those are not aligned and when they're not connected, you're literally going to rubber band back and you're going to be so lost because you have all of this time in between that you were just repressing your emotions and shoving them down like you don't have them. When did you realize that was happening for you? Oh, my gosh. Um, so I competed for nine years that whole time. <laughs> You realized that the whole time, or that's how long it went on for? That's how long it went on for. So I realized that for myself, um, I would say when I finally had, like, my one big personal, like, explosion um, in 2020 or before the 2020 Olympia, and I showed up to the 2020 Olympia, and I was just, like, I didn't feel there. I didn't feel present. I felt emotionless. I felt just kind of, like, blacked out and numb inside. And you're not supposed to feel like that when you're at the Olympia. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I realized it. I was like, you need to sit down because you've got some stuff going on inside that you don't even know what it is. But you're feeling something, girl. Yeah. So that's where I registered. And um, I haven't been on back on stage yet because I've been on this this journey of just, like, self-discovery and 
working through these emotions and just growing as a person. And I mean, I, I suppress all that stuff for nine years. It's a long time. You know, all the childhood trauma and stuff. Like, you can easily ignore it when you're just winning shows 24-7. Yeah, like you're, <laughs> you know, on top of the world, on top of your career. The one thing I was, yeah. like, good at and that felt good, the, that dopamine hit, yeah, you know? Yeah, who wouldn't want to stay there? <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. Um, no, that's funny what you were saying earlier about um, the few shows that I've been to with you it's just so true. You'll look at these girls' faces and they're just like, are you actually alive? Like, I know. Yeah. Total zombies. I understand your body's just going through a lot regardless of how mentally healthy you might be. But, yeah, you could just – it's just everywhere. It's Put a stamp on their forehead. It's just like, I am repressing my life. <laughs> it is. And you know what? And that's what we are here for. <laughs> like, right. if I could bring awareness to that at all, like, that is the biggest thing. Like – if you feel something, it's real. Don't entrap it in your body for it to fester into, like, some chronic shit that you're going to have to deal with <laughs> five years from now in the form of, like, cancer or, a, like, a bo- broken bone or, a, like, fucking stomach issues yeah. or whatever okay. it is. Like, So what would be, if somebody's listening and they, let's say that they don't know that they're in that spot... What would be some signs you could say to them to look out for to be like, you got to turn this around right now? Yeah. Um, having emotions that um, are super reactive, like just having that threshold of like... A short fuse. Yeah, short fuse, irritable, um, can't connect in relationships, um, isolates, or like will over-socialize and try to numb like with, you know, drug abuse, alcohol abuse... Um, just the feeling of you always trying to escape something or running from something, not finishing something, um, going into the next thing really fast or, yeah, yeah, just not, not, um, not present. If you're not present and you're anxious or depressed or you're worried, you know, where you're thinking about the past and it's still affecting you, which means like you're still pulling all of those patterns and habits and behaviors, you know, for the last couple of years of that suppression of those emotions and they're playing out in your life right now. And then you're also thinking about the future. You have just the utmost, like, crippling anxiety. <laughs> and, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a life ruiner. I'd rather sit here and trudge and crawl through the ick and the fog and the mud and that nasty-ass shit that I repressed for 10 years than have to feel like I am just on edge 24-7. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, you will know when you are at, like, your wit's end, but, like, the point is to not get there. It's to stop at the pink flag and go, what do I need right now? And that's my big thing with the FitFem Project alignment system right now, mm-hmm. is to help these women understand, like, let's always just stay in that, like, that surrender, let go mode. Like, let's stay in a flow. Let's achieve some sort of, like, balance in our lives and alignment. Yeah. Rather than, you know, and if we get to a pink flag, that's fine. At least we know how to utilize our tools and resources right. inside of ourselves. You know, because all of these childhood traumas and things like that, like, they are actual tools that we can use as adults. Mm-hmm. Instead mm-hmm. of, like, you know, saying that they're a bad thing, like, they, it's just, it is a wake-up call. It's just something you, you can restructure and build, and build strength um, inside of so um man where was I going with that but yeah so the pink flags um <clears throat> it's understanding like where your pink flags are and how to get back to the white rather than jump right into the red right. and just the body just shuts down it stops responding physically like no matter what you do diet cardio training like you're you're catabolic rather than anabolic doesn't matter how many drugs you're on I don't give a shit <laughs> um and then uh you know 
you're worn out, you're inflamed, you're getting sick more often. Like, oh, yeah. I was about to like, ask about the physical... Acne, hair bits. falling out, like Period. dry skin. Yeah, you'll lose your cycle for sure. Yeah. That'll probably be one of the first things to go. Oh, all right. Watch out for that. So have you <laughs> um, have you coached someone? I'm sure you have, but <clears throat> have you coached someone and you've seen somebody go through that process of like being in the red zone and then seeing them come out the other side? Oh, yeah. Yeah, tons of my clients. That's I mean, that's where the, the development of the Fifth Arm Project Alignment System had yeah. like, come to life, actually. Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. I think a couple of them have actually been or will actually be on the podcast. I think you've, you've recorded oh, a couple of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so then where do you see um, the future for the Fifth Arm Project? Where do you see its, itself in five years? Yeah, no, that's a good question because, I mean, as a business owner, you're, you, you don't identify as your business. The business is the business. And then you, you know, you, you're you. So if I was to say, like, where am I going in the next five years? Uh, it's going to be a very spiritually transformative experience. And spirituality is so effing different to every single person. But to me, it's just finding that universal connection and oneness with my, you know, with myself and everything around me, being able to feel like the energy is just an even flow, you know, from the air to the trees to the goddamn sun into my feet through my body <laughs> and back out the other side and just continuous. So um, that feeling is really good. I felt that feeling, you know, before. And that's the feeling that we, you know, should be striving for, honestly, to feel like we're just we're, we're one here and we don't have anything to stress about and. Um, you know, you can take your work seriously, but don't take yourself seriously. Um, and then with the Fit Femme Project, it's definitely bringing these women back down to their roots, back down to their foundations, and just, like, crushing everything that they know and being able to restructure a healthy, vibrant life that they can appreciate and continue to grow from with the ceiling that is just never-ending. You know, teach them that one outcome isn't the answer to keep all of your opportunities open in life and you're going to achieve all of your fitness goals, all of your career goals and all of your relationship goals, mindset goals, everything. So bringing in the emotional aspect to coaching and, and having these fabulous coaches in the Fit Fun Project right now, they are like a force to be reckoned with. And if there's something that you really want out of like your fitness program, other than just like, we'll get you the body that you want guaranteed. But like, as long as you show up, but right, yeah. <laughs> if there's something extra that you want with a little goddamn bow tie on it, like these coaches will will bend and flow and do for you whatever you need out of like whatever you need out of life, whatever you need out of three six nine months, whatever you're wherever you're, you know. We've had clients with us for three years, but like yeah, I'm going on too. Yeah, exactly. That's that's wild, right? Yeah, yeah it kind of it. is. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> you see this ass? <laughs> yeah, I have seen it. I have seen it. Uh, but yeah. So I think um, just making sure that there's always a, a spiritual and emotional um, distinction inside of the FitFem project is going to be really, really helpful. And I just mean, like, spiritual meaning, like, just connection, just connection with the world around you. Like, right. just we're not going to try to throw the Bible at you. No, my like. God, no. No, no, no. Um, but just, I think presence is the most effective thing ever. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think a big thing, especially when I do those Enneagram calls, just like the the beginning of the self-awareness. That's why I love the Enneagram so much, because it's like, oh, 
it's okay for one for me to be who I am because that was the biggest revelation I had was mm-hmm. like oh this masculine personality that rubs people the wrong way all the time mm-hmm. it's okay <laughs> yeah but I, that's why I love doing those because it can really help people gain that just first step of self-awareness and navigating your relationships in a proper way so it helps you affect the world around you in a positive and more uplifting way mm-hmm. and you know how to nurture yourself a lot better and know your pink flags and all that um, so that's definitely part of it too <laughs> yeah it is 100% like it if we can bring awareness to you the way that you think your patterns and behaviors and just like really show them to you factually like learning how to rewire all that stuff and do it in a way that you know benefits you in pursuit of all of your goals fitness and life like that's exactly what we do right i love that me too (laughs) we're here for it but um (laughs) yeah so i think that's just like a great start to um this new era of podcasting for the ffp so stay tuned for more especially with nicole and Lindsay. and i was just about to say charlie but now we won't say that (laughs) she's so cute charlie girl um anyway so join us next time each week as we talk about all this stuff that we just talked about but in even greater depth so thanks for coming over casey i get to see my friend today yeah thanks for having me oh anytime this is your business (laughs) you're the boss oh my god (laughs) anyway until next time y'all signing out peace clocking out Thanks for listening to the FFP Alignment Podcast. Please support us by downloading, rating, and recommending us to your friends and family. Be sure to check us out on Instagram at the Fit Femme Project. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project. And for those of you looking to find their essential balance of lifestyle and fitness, book a free consult by going to thefitfemproject.com. That's F-I-T-F-E-M-M-E Project.com. And click Apply Now. Until next time, this is the FitFem Project Alignment Podcast.